welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map. Each week it's games, news, and more from the classics to the current gen as we explore gaming's infinite ever-changing landscape. Check out the gaming adventure on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. Look at him. Blastwave and Gamekeeper are out scouting markers in Gameland Forest, and Green Badoof is just sitting there playing his fancy new PSVR 2. How did he even have the 550 for it? I ain't got no 550 for it. Well, I do have the 550 for it, but I'm not going to pay 550 for it. Green Badoof, don't you think you should be going to help our, uh, our, our, our fellow markers crew members scout out the forest while me and Robert do the show? Yeah, no, no, gentlemen. Don't be jelly. I'm over here playing No Man's Sky's brand new fractal update on a PlayStation VR 2. <laughs> that's all he, he plays is just No Man's Sky. I, no, I, no, no. And I got one for you, Robert. One that'll make you jelly. I've been playing Resident Evil Village in VR. Alright. Uh, That's cool, but that's still only two games for a, a cool uh, add-on or accessory, I guess. Please, please, the No Man's Sky Fractal update brings so much new things to the table. It's like every No Man's Sky update. All, like, <laughs> 20-plus of them since launch. Talk about the gaming's biggest redemption story, Robert. You know, you know, Badoof, you know, since that game has changed so much, let me give you an old question here. Take Lincoln's Hatchet. If you replace the handle on the hatchet, is it still Lincoln's Hatchet? The what? You think, think about this. No, think about this. You take the hatchet, right? You get rid sure. of the handle. It still has, uh-huh. the, you know, still has the hatchet. It's still Lincoln's hatchet. Then you replace the hatchet. Is it still Lincoln's hatchet? You take No Man's Sky, you add all these updates. Is it still No Man's Sky? I can't take this kind of brain teaser. I need to get back into my headset. I've got antimatter here ready to go to another galaxy. All right, that should keep him busy for a while. Hey, hey, hey. Maybe I could use the eye tracking technology in Res Infinite, huh? Jelly! I'm not jelly. It's $550 for a PSVR 2. Oh, I got Horizon Call of Mountain VR coming in too. It's downloading right now. Maybe we ought to just leave him be. Leave him to his devices. He should really be helping us in the fight against Moon Yeller. <laughs> he's gonna, next thing you know, he's gonna look outside and it's gonna be like 2 in the morning. He's gonna spend hours on that guess the big news coming out of that is that there's a new No Man's Sky update, and I feel like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's important that we mention that every time there is one here on Markers on the Map, the weekly podcast gaming adventure where Green Badoof has PSVR 2 and he refuses to share it. So we're going to talk about Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze today and finish off the main worlds, right? Six is the last main course of the game yeah so we had to pause for a couple of weeks because of not only that really like interesting nintendo direct but also because i wanted to talk about like a dragon nation last week <laughs> i i'm telling you right now after with the last episode i i'm i'm not lying minutes after i got off and we're talking i literally remembered your question is there any rhythm game that you play and i said not really I do have one rhythm game, and I was shocked that 
I forgot. And also shocked that you didn't realize I owned it. I have Rhythm Heaven Fever. Oh, for the that's Wii. right. That's right. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, I was like, I don't think I own a rhythm game. I forgot I own that. I was like, oh, I have Rhythm Heaven Fever. Yeah. I forgot that was that like, and then it, I'm surprised I didn't tell you about it. Like you were shocked that I had. It. I was like, I'm pretty sure I told you. No, and we did try that one a little bit. Um, and I. <laughs> I'm not very good at it, but I have to like l- learn the rules of the game. It's a little different from like Every seeing really like a trigger right. on the screen and like pressing a button like Theatrhythm. We also did some Theatrhythm um, pair mode over share play, um, which mm-hmm. I thought worked really well on like over share play. It's kind of a testament to how good it's gotten with like reduced input lag and all that stuff over the years. So it, it, then I played some Guitar Hero of all things. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I've kind of got the the rhythm bug back again. It's like every now and then I'll get, like, fixated on the genre and, like, do nothing but that for a while. Because, like, Beach Rhythm, for real, it's been eating away all my free time. Like, I've been playing Like a Dragon Ishin, yes, and the new Kirby game, but I've been playing more Theatre Rhythm than anything. And I, like, I look at the clock and I'm like, okay, I'm going to play a couple more songs. Two hours later, I'm still playing songs, clearing things on Ultimate now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But... Um, this week will be for Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze's final main world, um, which will end our extended coverage on this game, and then we'll have World 7 sometime in the future as, like, a bonus part of an episode or something. So before we get started, my name is Daniel. I'm here, as always, with my good friend and co-host, Robert, to whom I ask the, the eternal question, how are you doing? Cold. I'm very cold. I am also cold. Extremely <laughs> cold. Impossibly cold. It's very cold here. Ice cold. Freezing cold. Tropical freeze. Last world cold. Yeah. What appropriate? What an appropriate feeling for the ice world of the Donkey Kong Country uh, game. So, um, yeah. I guess without further ado, let's kind of like round off the Get tropical freeze coverage here. Um, six one. So world six is Donkey Kong Island. We are finally back to you know the, the home base here. Um, the Snowmads have taken over, and Donkey Kong Island itself is no longer really a tropical paradise. It's more like a tropical frozen paradise now. Um, I always like, just to put it out there, I always like when the ice level is either first or last. It always feels more epic when it's one of the two. We have games like Borderlands, where it's first, or Ghost of Tsushima, where it's last. Yeah, all right. That's 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 a pretty good argument. I I okay, cause like Red Dead, it's first. Red Dead, Warlands it's first. It's first. Yeah. Ghost is last, and I'm trying to think what else. I think very few games start off in the snow world or end with the snow level. Yeah, they're usually somewhere in the middle. Like you go to a Mario game, the snow world is usually the fifth mm-hmm. world, and but setting a snow level in the in the very front or very back of the game usually makes it more grandiose or feel more epic in that regard it's just something i've noticed from games we've played Mm -hmm. so uh just to get into it here six one is homecoming hijinks and i say that this is it the grand finale dk island is completely frozen over as we have a level that revolves around surprise surprise the destruction of everything so, like, the <laughs> themes of Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze ring true even to the end, as you are clinging onto walls that will slide through box of ice, parts of the stage will start to crumble, 
uh, like mm-hmm. plat- like you're on barrels, and then the 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 the, the um, platforms that they're on will shift and move, and you have to jump onto them before they fall off the bottom of the screen. And it's all set yeah. to like this really good version of the Tropical Freeze theme. <laughs> it it I like how the I just like the little details that it, it has some of the return enemies in the background, mm-hmm. and either they're like frozen over or they're just way in the distance. But I like the frozen over in their own icicle boxes, I guess cells, I guess because they're I guess they're in prison now. Now no now they're stuck in ice. Yeah. It just seems like an oppressive environment where the snowmads have completely taken over and all of like the living things in Donkey Kong Island are completely frozen. Um, so it's like it just it's go- it's the visual storytelling of this game um, at its mm. finest. Like World Five, of course, has like a complete plot line with the juice factory and everything. But this is really where we understand like these are like some good villains here. Um, the, the stage has an interesting section towards the end where you are climbing up, uh, grab vine walls that will continue to fall. And yeah, it's just, it, it's brisk. It's a little bit tough the first time you do it, but it's a good and interesting start to world six, which is saying a lot compared to six, two, which I think we both agree is probably the worst level in world six. And when mm. we say worst level, we're not saying that it's a bad level by any means because we'll talk about some redemptive qualities in, in it. But mm-hmm. 6-2 as a whole is not up to par, I think, with the rest of World 6. It's the biggest issue is this is where it's just it's slow, but not in a not in like a challenging way. It's not you take your time with it. It's just taking time for something that should not really be that yeah. long it's like it's taking just its time but not in a really good way it's just like it's just kind of slowing it down but there's no real challenge to staying slow or going faster it's just like it's just kind of slowed down just because it feels that way yeah for a level called seashore war it is kind of like mind-numbing almost um it's it's the outlier here it, it's a pure platforming level in essence but it does have these moments where you have to stop and pull up basically these snowmad pirate ships um in order mm-hmm. to get to you know the next platform and and this can be mitigated a bit w- by playing as funky with the double jump but if you're doing a dk run with the single jump you're going to have to take a lot of time to pull these platforms up you might have an enemy that shoots like a fish at you and you have to jump it and then continue pulling it up um and it just feels very slow now thematically it is really good it is striking kind of like similarities to not only donkey kong country 2's opening levels but like the the mechanic Mm. of like not being able to go into the water um reminds me a lot of the earlier parts of returns which i've been replaying um a bit lately but it's pretty unremarkable um there is a section that i think is a bit difficult but it is interesting towards the end where it seems like the platforms that you're jumping onto are on like a wheel and they keep going in and out of the water and you're kind of like going on them as they roll out of the water um i think that's like a highlight but it's also not exactly as fun as you'd hope something in the final world of the game would be yeah it's it should uh, final world at least for this game and for what we've seen in other like Donkey Kong worlds and games, it's the best and the most challenging portions of the game and not something to really slow down. It's really just downtime gameplay, which yeah. is weird. Like, I think that 
a final world of a platformer, especially Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, should be, or like the series as a whole, I mean, um, it should not be anything that is like pulling these ships up. It should be very brisk mm. if you are able to, you know, work around the mechanics or the 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 um, conceit of the level. Um, and that's what Donkey Kong Country has always been about. It's been a central mechanic and a level, and it just seems like pulling up ships very slowly from the water does not seem like mm. a mechanic you'd want to have in the last world. Because <laughs> it's just downtime. It's not really nothing. Pretty much happens. Yeah. Um. So I'd say that Seashore War is unfortunately like the weak part of of an otherwise like almost flawless world. Um. I, I was thinking about rankings, and we'll get to this at the end, but I was thinking about rankings here, and I still feel like this might be on top. Um, 6-3, though. Completely different. Aqueduct Assault. This level owns so hard. It's pure platforming. It's non-stop. The ruins are collapsing. Everything is perfectly timed to where you don't have to slow down one bit. Um, you were comparing this to a Rayman Legends level, and I feel like that is, mm-hmm. like... That's a good comparison, especially when we look back at like some of the earlier levels in the game where everything felt like it was going at a tempo musically and rhythmically. Mm-hmm. Um, this level feels like World 6's version of that, but this level is just so much fun to go through because you don't have to stop. It's not too challenging. Yeah. It's challenging enough, but it's just like this is the skill this is the skill check for like can you run and jump in tropical freeze yeah it's it's one of the things where we'll get to a later level that i had issues on like it's not even like finishing it it's just getting to all the secrets most of the time the secrets themselves like yeah if you're trying you can't do one or the other my thing with what i realized kind of playing this now is either you're going to finish the level at a fast speed or you're finding every single secret so it's kind of like if you want to finish fast don't worry about the secrets just get through it just like don't worry about anything else just platform through it and if you're going to try to look for all the secrets just take your time with it yeah i almost feel like the series has always been that way except it's so highlighted in the in the retro studios games because there's so many things to uncover in a level from the puzzle pieces Mm -hmm. to the kong letters to secret rooms that will give you you know puzzle pieces banana coins stuff like that there's just so much packed into these stages but I always love when there's a really brisk one like this that you can just run through, especially if you've got got all the secrets or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the highlight for me personally on this one is a very quick section towards the end where the building you're platforming through is basically sinking, and you are going to the right side of the screen as it sinks, and then you're you're shot out of a barrel, and then you're going to the left, and then right again. And it's it's, it's Mm. just the quickness of that moment. And this is right before the goal um, that I think is like, I don't know, there was just something really cool about it to me. The way the the movement acts in that particular like 10 seconds of gameplay Mm -hmm. is very satisfying. And I I really think more (laughs) games should have sections like that. There's a lot of mm-hmm. sections in this world where I'm like, this 10 seconds is like some of the most flawless um, game design I've ever seen. Um, it's mm-hmm. just it, it's just thrilling and exhilarating overall, uh, 6-3. Um, I'd put it up there with the game's maybe top five levels. Really? You put it up there? Yeah. I mean... I never really thought about top five levels. So I, I guess I don't really have a top five levels right now. I don't know what would really put... Yeah, know, I mean, I'd I really have to, to like anything. scrutinize it. There are a few other levels in World 6 that I might, you know, put in top five. Like, th- remember the first bonus from 
World 4 with the Lightning Storm, I think that mm-hmm. might be the end-all, be-all best level. But, I mean, some of the World 6 stages do give it a run for its money. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 6-4, Blurry Flurry. This is the actual hard Rocket Barrel level. <laughs> it Alright, so... It is, but not not really as much. So, we both agree, because you brought it up, we both agree that it should have been a minecart level. Oh, yeah. I would assume we both agree that minecart levels are more preferable than rocket levels. Yeah. Just the aesthetic and the idea of just, like, I don't know, just something about minecart it levels. It seems more, more like a handcrafted gameplay thing, because you're not entirely in control of it like you are with the barrel. I would also... So... It is the hardest one in this game. It's not the hardest uh, rocket level. But, uh, I don't know. How do you feel about it? How do you, like, it's like, yeah, it's a rocket level and they can be difficult. It's not the most difficult, you know, comparative to other ones in different games. Um, but it's also like, I don't know. It's like, it should have been a minecart, but at the same time, we only get like, what, two, three rocket levels because one's in a bonus. Yeah. And the one in the bonus is like a hybrid rocket minecart level where you're not really in either of them for that long. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, this one is has sections where the tells of where a snowball might drop or fall to or launch up at mm-hmm. or what speed they're going is a little harder to read than some of the earlier stages. Um, there's a lot more tight areas towards the end of this one where your skill at keeping the barrel, the rocket barrel kind of centered, um, is really challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a level that you couldn't beat if you weren't proficient enough at the, at the first couple of rocket barrel levels. And that's how games should progress. But I still shed a tear for the fact that, that this was a rocket barrel level and not a minecart mm-hmm. level. Um, your your room for error is is a lot lower than in some of the other ones, but it's more or less. I know they're supposed to be exciting. The World Five One was more exciting because of the the robot sections. Yeah, um, I agree. This one is just fine. It's not. It's, it's fine. It it has some difficult like maneuvering but that's pretty much it uh, other than that it's pretty much nothing else it, it does have one redeeming thing though in, in that at the end you get to roll down as a giant snowball and do some like light i thought that was a cutscene. yeah <laughs> it's, i'm telling you i'm i'm not the only one that did not do, like i wasn't doing anything because like oh this has to be a cutscene. so i did too the first time i replayed this i was like oh i don't remember this part and i didn't jump over the bridge and i ended up falling down i'm like oh you have to jump. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it's it's not super remarkable. It's probably my s- second least favorite of, of the, of the uh, World 6. Because I, I think it's better than Seashore War, but come on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just fine. It's fine. But Forest Folly 6-5. This level. So, a little bit of background. The first time I ever played Tropical Freeze... Um, Back in 2018 when the Switch version came out, I was doing my Donkey Kong run. Mm-hmm. This was the level I lost the most lives on. This was the level that frustrated me the most. This is the most technical level in the entire game. However, it is also an actual masterpiece of gameplay, design, music, and 
it's an incredible level. It's an achievement. It's, if I was yeah, gonna, if I was going to pick great. out one level that is just like the pinnacle here, Forest Folly. Yeah, I, I would agree. It, it's like it's a forest level, so I always like those aesthetic vibes of those type of worlds and mm-hmm. levels. It's, it is very difficult, but it is a pretty good level. Like it has difficult moments. Yeah, and it has uh, it throws in things that aren't really shown in other levels. A whole those, ton. Oh, of we're things. gonna throw some. Yeah, it's like, we'll throw you something completely new that's not in any other level, and not even after this will you ever see that again. It's like, only in this level, but at the same time, it's kind of like, um, oh, what's that one level with, uh, with the pair, from, it's from two. Yeah. With, with squawks, and it's like, what's the, what's the music called? Like, the vine, you remember the vine level? Oh, Bramble Scramble, Sticker Brush Symphony? Yeah. Uh, Cigarette Symphony, basically. It's like, the music is amazing, the yeah. level's difficult, but you're just like, but I want to hear more of that music, so you don't yes. mind restarting. And it's got that thing that I love, where it's the music is timed to how the platforms that you cling onto move left and right in the air. Like, there's yeah. like a clapping in the song, and when it claps, they will move. And the, the mechanic here is that you're clinging onto the wall, but then you're hitting it, and it's spring-launching you to the next wall. So timing mm-hmm. has to be pretty good. Um, there's vine swinging. It's 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 a lot of serious mechanics that you'd not find a ton of just running through all of the other levels, you know, trying to beat them without, you know, going for any extra objectives. Um, mm-hmm. Snowflakes are, like, fluttering across the screen, and then you have the giant ones at the end. It's just there's there's sections where you're on a, a cling vine wheel where you have to keep rolling, uh, like climbing up it as it rolls back as it rolls you backwards. It's just got a lot of interesting moments to it. The music mm. is like sorrowful, like man, like Donkey Kong's home really has been frozen over at this point. This is like an actual masterpiece. Like bravo to retro studios like there are some great levels in this game the silhouette level underwater um all the silhouette levels really um 4a 6a which we'll get to but this is 6a is pretty good yeah this one though this is like the culmination of like good game design emotional connection all that stuff i cannot praise Mm -hmm. this level enough and it's funny because this is i think the hardest level in the game so yeah <laughs> besides k levels and bonus levels but i mean like mm-hmm. the main the main path this is the hardest level six six is our final silhouette level this is cliffside slide it's a good one yeah it's it's the hardest one of those but it is glorious Snowmad ships are collapsing and crumbling uh as things are wont to do in this game just be be destroyed as soon as you hop on them um, and this is a beautifully done and epic level where platforms continue to sink into the snow as ships and wooden structures are broken apart. Dinosaur bones. Dinosaur bones. Yeah, you go into the mouth of a dinosaur bone at one part and it's like, oh, that's cool. Um, the, the part that strikes me as like a favorite in this is towards the end, you are doing a complete vertical climb along the right side of the screen as things are mm-hmm. sinking. And as soon as you jump onto one platform, the next one will very quickly kind of like slam down 
instead of just kind of float down and then you jump onto mm-hmm. the next one the one below you will break and another one will quickly slam down as you go up this ascent and i i, I really liked that part yeah it's it it has those like brief moments of of like peace where you don't you know the platforms aren't sinking but then you have to go right back into the action where everything's going down with the snow it's kind of a i guess an avalanche is activated yeah. so now you have to get out before you you know suck within the ice itself um it does have a few moments where timing is very important i find that the trickiest part for me is the section before that vertical climb where you have to do some vine swinging because even with mm-hmm. something like Funky's Double Jump, if your timing isn't right, th- that vine will just take long enough to where the platform you could land on will fall. So there is a few trickier mm-hmm. sections here. But ultimately, this does feel like something that you could kind of just do a, a solid like one-shot run through. Um, I have before, not in this most recent playthrough, but um, back in 2018, I did a few like perfect runs through this level. Um and I always like we can do that on the last, like, world or, like, some of the last levels. I remember, like, Sonic Rush Adventure for the um, Nintendo DS. Like, I wasn't great at speedrunning any of the levels, <laughs> but I was super great at speedrunning the last <laughs> level, which is, like, weird because Man. it's the hardest one. Man, I just ran through it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were running through it while you are talking about I ran through it right now. I just finished. So you're right. You could just breeze through it yeah, one go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one go at it. And it's really good. Like, the it's silhouette levels are something that I wish level. there were more of. I think they did that on purpose. So, because they, why would they want to add, like, a silhouette level, but then add a bunch of stuff that would, like, just take forever to finish it? Like, you know, you can't really see everything, so it might as well let it be kind of a, a, a pattern and, like, you know, speedrun type level instead of it being a, such a visual level because, you know, it's already being so limited to what you can see. Yeah. And it's not like you can take your time through this one like you can with the the water one or the grass one um, because everything is literally just collapsing and crumpling as, again, and I will say it till the end of time, everything in this game will collapse and crumble. <laughs> But it's fair. I, I I didn't think there was any moment where it will purposely throw an enemy somewhere for you to take damage. Yeah, it seems like a reward almost for dealing with the technical complexity of forest falling mm-hmm. for it. Um, then, however, we must return to technical gameplay with six <laughs> seven frozen frenzy, uh, which is another tough one with interesting mechanics that really don't show up anywhere aside from one of the earlier uh banana temple levels um so Mm -hmm. frozen frenzy feels like retro injected just a little bit of metroid prime into tropical freeze here even the song that plays in the level uh sounds very metroid prime like to me having just come off that game um and there are things and obstacles in the stage that don't show up in any of the main path anywhere else uh little electric like Things that will shock certain light bulbs and electrify platforms. There are little electric, like, linked up ball things that will, you know, stop you in your tracks if you run into it. Uh, and mechanics where it's like, oh, if I climb on this rope, it'll drag this side of a platform down mm. and it'll shock you like that. Stuff like that. Um, in addition to this, like, bizarre puzzle-like opening to the stage where you're going in the background in the foreground and just opening up a door which is what's interesting mm-hmm. to see um this is a tough level it's uh oof. 
don't know if I want to get in on that. <laughs> um, I'll just say, yeah, it's a tough level, and uh, that's all I have to say about that. Oh, what what about secret exits, Robert? Was there any secret da, exits? Da, da, okay. See, the it's, thing about Funky Kong is that, that, and this will be important for the K level, Funky Kong can use his surfboard to step on spikes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, imagine being able to step on the spike, Robert. No, no, am I right? <laughs> Yeah, the the secret the exit right one gamers. for in in this is 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 kind of a pain to get with just Donkey Kong. It it's because there's only one barrel, yeah. and it's really upsetting because it does block six A, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. level that we will get to Damn. here. Six A was really good. Like six A is like unusually just amazing. It's like six A mm-hmm. is another one I'd say is like probably top five in the entire game. Um, but yeah, Frozen Frenzy, it's it's such a weird different level um mm-hmm. it's like a factory almost it, it, like there haven't there's not a whole ton of like you know metallic based stages since, in since this. you brought up that fact you know what this game really could have used i could use that i know what it could have used <laughs> some guitar riffs <laughs> some donkey kong country oh, 3 snes factory level imagine music. imagine if donkey kong country tropical freeze got an update where certain levels, like factory levels, would get like, like retro soundtracks. They would like you can add in the soundtrack as a bonus. Like you can unlock bonus soundtracks, and it'll be and you can add which soundtrack you want in it. That would be awesome. I feel like and they're they, all remastered. Yeah, they would be remastered yeah. soundtracks for for modern. Oh, that would actually kind of be amazing. Like, Ukulele and the Impossible Layer did something similar. I don't know if you could get them in the game, but they did release like a eight bit version of the soundtrack from that game uh-huh. on online. Um, but yeah, that would be cool. I'd love to get some Donkey Kong Country Three sound effects in <laughs> in Tropical Freeze. Um, for some reason, I kind of caught a hint of Fear Factory in the song that they play. I could be tripping, but I felt like I heard a little, Oof. like a little bit of the essence of it towards the end of the level. Maybe you're saying it so much. I don't know. Yeah, it might, could be a placebo. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Now. 6-8, Meltdown Mayhem. I had an interesting thought about this level this morning when I was replaying it for the, like, fourth time in preparation for this episode. And maybe, maybe, um, I don't know. I think this would have been a good idea. What if this, hear me out, mm-hmm. was a minecart level instead of a Rambi level? That would be amazing. Mm. What if maybe. the volcano a was a minecart level because there hasn't been one since World 4? But there's not enough animal buddy levels either. I think they could have fit Rambi in somewhere else and done this as a minecart level and it would have felt a lot more epic than what we got here. Now it is an epic feeling level, but it is also like a high stress, high anxiety, just like clenching your hands type of level in every sense of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, you are playing as Rambi most of the time. You are running across ice that is sinking into the lava, and towards the end, you have a part where a giant, like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a tsunami of lava is chasing you, so you've got to make a yeah, good use of uh, Rambi's run mechanics. It's like, it's fine, but it's kind of upsetting as the final main level when I was thinking, oh, you know what? If we had a rocket barrel level, we could have had a minecart level too. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know because I do like it's a Rambu. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm conflicted on that opinion. I wouldn't know if I, I would like it more of a minecart or a Ram- I don't know. I almost feel like they but, could have squeezed a Rambi level into World 5 or something. And then, like, because the minecart levels are so, like, well designed that it just seemed weird that we did not have a grand finale minecart level. We just mm-hmm. have the one in World 4 that is, like, a very good level. But it felt like a level in, like, World 4. <laughs> It's, um, how should I say? It's, uh, I don't know. It's like, I'm trying to really, trying to, I, oh, that's what I remember. I remember, the uh, one thing I will say is, the one thing that sucks about the Rambi part is the momentum just goes out of nowhere. And what I mean by that is, you could be hauling, just going at it full speed, uh, out of nowhere, when you decide to do a jump, Rambi will just lose all momentum. Like, physics is not working this game. Like, the energy is dissipates in a in a weird way where it doesn't go anywhere yeah like you're not even trying to slow down you're just going full for it and you jump and it does the standard jump animation with the standard speed when it should have full force you know like if you're just and mm-hmm. that just really f- confuses some parts and makes some parts where like i should have been able to make that jump if physics actually was a factor in this and like all that energy went towards that jump well with me it's kind of the problem where i'm hitting the dash button on like mm-hmm parts that aren't the end of the level and i'm over jumping so i'm having to like turn around midair and make use of funky's double Mm -hmm. jump to get myself from you know not falling before like the platform can actually reach where i'm at so that's like a a little bit of frustration that that came in all the rambi levels especially when you're playing as funky and you you've got i don't Mm -hmm. like you have the double jump um but that can be like that can work against you just as well as it can save you, um, especially mm-hmm. in this level. I thought it it's it's fine, but I'm I'm a little disappointed that the the last major level in the game is a animal buddy level. Um, if they were gonna do a gimmick, I'd have preferred minecart. And if they weren't gonna do a gimmick, it might also work too. Like have us a regular oh, platforming. Oh my level. god, bros! I just finished five k. Oh god. <laughs> I oh was man! One yeah, five monkey. <laughs> one monkey away. I was on DK and I was at the end. I was like, "I'm no, I'm right there. Please don't fall." See, I I've thought through. about All running right, some but... levels as we talked about them, but I don't know if I, I do can, it like, because I don't know if like my mind can handle. <laughs> I do that. I've yeah. been doing that for the past couple. Like I was like, you know what? I don't really remember this world that well. Let me just run it real mm-hmm. while we talk about, it so we can bring up. It's like, oh, I do now. I remember this now. Yeah. Um. I guess to round it off here, the most insanely wild lava chase I've ever seen in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, suitably epic, but still. Compare it to Returns is um, its final level, which is a rocket level. It's also a lava level. It's kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. Just one's a rocket, one's a Rambi. If you remember Returns, if you remember their, do you remember that level? I've never Hot got. Rocket? I've not gotten to that. Okay, so that Returns. whenever we get to it, we'll, we'll discuss on which is the more preferable outcome: the Rambi or the. See now if they make a. a That's you know, what I'm saying. If they, they make, make a third a, one, they can do a minecart finale. <laughs> minecart lava level. Now they can do it. Now it'll be all three of them. There. An animal, rocket, and minecart. We solved it, Robert. <laughs> um, six boss, volcano dome, mm. where we fight against Frederick. This is a level where you are throwing enemies against Frederick to like hit his the the horn he's blowing. And then he'll charge mm-hmm. at you, and then he'll have shenanigans where he, like, shoots the, the platforms up into the air, and there's lava. and Oh, there's lava, which means your 
invincibility items and green balloons cannot save you. So I've beaten this boss a couple of times. Mm -hmm. But upon this replay, I said, I'm giving it one shot. Just like I did with the the fish boss in World (laughs) 4. I said, I'm giving it one shot. Funky got owned by that lava after like four hits to Frederick. (laughs) Man, alright, so I don't think he's a terrible boss. I think he's just a very long boss. It's he, unbelievable. His, it's long. It's it's like we're like it's not difficult in the sense of if this was a much shorter boss fight. Oh, easy cake, cakewalk. You would have been just done with him. But because it's so long, that's the difficult part about it. It's kind of like I'll say this: Destiny bosses, they're not sure. that difficult. It's the longevity of their health and that makes them last a little longer. Then that's when you kind of get fatigue, maybe, maybe make some mistakes you wouldn't be making so early on, or just by chance. It's like you know, if you if you try to dodge a, a barrel blast, you'll miss four out of five times, and then it's a ten phase barrel blast, so you'll get hit at least a couple times. It's by yeah. chance. It's it's long in a similar vein of like how the King K rule boss fights are long, except it's not as engaging as the King K rule boss fights. It's usually just a lot of waiting around. You know what? No, I disagree. I think it is a lot of engagement because it's more difficult, at least with the King K rule fights. They're consistently like, all right, it's kind of maybe one thing of a difference, but this guy just does some really weird things. It's just like, he adds some extra finesse to him. He can dodge things. It's like, obviously this is now, thinkable boss battle he's able to dodge your attack you could be like oh, i'm once he does a little tiptoe already... thing to the side I yeah hate that. i hate it <laughs> you're you're playing checkers my man who's playing chess he's out here thinking 10 moves ahead of you he's like oh he's gonna try to throw it right here i already got him put it this way i just don't like the bosses in this game i think i've said that on every episode we've done <laughs> on this game i i prefer the simple jump on the bird's head in donkey kong country one like five times and then get to the third mm-hmm. world which is preferable but yeah at least with funky mode and items it's like yeah 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 um but items can't save you from lava so my my victory against frederick uh, will remain gamer in- <laughs> It's like, it's the instant death thing you were talking about. You could be doing so good, you could have full health, but then, oh, he burst open the platform that was under the lava, and you fell in. Sorry. Yeah, it's like, I don't like instant death mechanics that, it's it's just by chance, too. It's not even like, you can prevent it, so it's all your fault. Like, no, it's just like, by random chance, it just so happened to activate right there, so now it's like, you just instant die. That instant death stuff is, ugh. That's just a big no-no for me, at least. Now, 6A, Dynamite Dash. So many, like, so, it evokes so much of older Donkey Kong Country games. It's so fluid. It's got platforms Mm. that you jump on, and then they will send fuses to blow up other platforms. Um, Some of them will fall on you, so you need to get out of the way. Some will break a platform, like a wall in front of you, and then then if you don't jump, a platform will fall on you. Sometimes these, Mm -hmm. these fuses will knock down platforms for you to jump on. It's so brisk, but it does just feel like something straight out of those factory levels in Donkey Kong Country 3. Um, or, mm-hmm. uh, or whichever one it is where you're stepping on the, like, the things that count down. And then, you, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like the countdown yeah, timer yeah, yeah. things. Um, it, it's just such a gloriously fun and well-designed level. It's just so much fun. I don't mind running this level at all. 
Yeah, uh, 6A, definitely one of those uh, wish list levels that, man, some people are not going to play this level because it's a bonus and they're not going to find the secret exit and they're not going to care to look for to find it. So it's like, man, that's a good level that they're missing out on. Yeah, um, it does have the, uh, at the end, wait, I think it's this one at the end and not Icicle Arsenal, but this has the vine, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um... The slide, it's like a, it's like a, um, the vine slides like, from earlier on in the game. It's like game. a vine slide, yeah. Zip lines, like, there we go, zip lines. Know, Why couldn't I zip think of zip lines? There we go, yeah. yeah. It's, I think it's 6A that has the zip lines. Yeah, it's, it's at the end where the, and then the crystals are falling from the sky and it kind of breaks down the path of yes. the zip line. Oh, this is such a good level. Everything about this level is just, oh, Robert, it's just so good. It's just great. Um, 6B, Icicle Arsenal, uh, not as it's great. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. I think the most interesting aspect of it is that it's a level where you do have to make some stops, but it's not as bad as Seashore War. I think this could have been a 6-2 easily if they took some of these mechanics. Um, There's parts where you have to, like, Mm. pull up a platform to get onto, like, something to cling on and, like, break down a platform because you don't have the assistance of, like, the the dynamite from the previous level. Um, There's parts at the end where, uh, like like spikes are falling from the sky and you've got to do like some barrel blasting while dodging Mm. the spikes it's fine um but 6a really just outshines it like totally and 6a outshines Mm. most levels in this game but as a whole i would say that world six is a very finely crafted piece of gaming entertainment i mean one bad level and one frustrating level is not too bad for a final yeah um so with that being said, um, I guess we can give our final rankings. And if I remember mine correctly, I'm going to go ahead and put 6 at the top. Because I six, I think 6 has the most well-designed levels in the game with very few like blemishes. I will put World 4 mm-hmm. at number 2 because World 4 has the greatest sequence of 3 levels imaginable. But it does have some of the worst levels. Um, then I will do five after that. No, actually three, then five, mm-hmm. then two, then one. Now it might've changed, but just in hindsight here, I'm thinking, yeah, I think I'd probably put three over five just because five has a lot of these like mechanical things that, that don't keep it on as well of a pace as I think three, but like six and four, definitely top two. Could we agree that six is the best world? Mm. I don't know. That's a that's a I don't know. I think it is. But I think it's just edging over 4 because 4 might have like that key level, but it's also got like the silhouette level and I rate 8 and like the minecart level in that sequence and that mm-hmm. is just nuts. Um I'm not sure. I don't know if I put it number 1. Mm-hmm. Trying to think what else besides the K which we'll we'll get to a different time. I guess we'll put the uh, 6K with seven if we do the all right so i guess more or less final thoughts on tropical freeze at this moment because we're trying to see if we can at least get through world seven because of all the special levels. yes yeah. you know what i mean I, i'm gonna try my best to get there um but as so far as the main story where after everything replaying it frustrations flaws whatever it may be where would you really put tropical freeze at this replay in particular and I have replayed this game many times, has really made me appreciate the game more because this is the first time we've, 
like we've gone through full games and dissected levels in this series before but never on the scale mm-hmm. that we did this time where we took an entire like five episodes total to like cover the six worlds mm-hmm. big game yeah um too big to just get all our th- like it was easier for the old ones because the levels are very short and they all have a central short, idea. Yeah. Um, but in, I, I've really grown to appreciate this game even more um, with this playthrough. However, I still rank this as my fourth favorite in the series because there is just something so magical about the first three that I think is lost in the newer ones, be it how it looks or something. There's just something that I cannot rank this above the older ones. I agree and disagree at the same time. It's more or less whatever you're in the mood for. My general rule of ranking things, it's always just depending on the mood. Like, my favorite... And I always have different tier lists. Like, oh, by by just by the actual gameplay two is the best, but for memories and my preferred favorite is the first one. Because as, as like it's just like, it depends, but Tropical Freeze is... It's one of those things where it's, it's so much better than Returns. And it's not even, like Returns is already good, and you get better. And I hope they make another one because then it gets great. I really do hope there's a third one. Yeah. Besides that, uh, I don't know what else to talk about Donkey Kong. I think we pretty much got yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, we certainly <laughs> had a whole bunch of episodes on this. Um, it's a great game. We're close. It's not a perfect game. There's some there's some blemishes. Um, well, what's perfect? Yeah. Very few games I, I I would consider to be like at the threshold of perfect. I don't even consider any game perfect. Yeah. Every game has its flaws. Yeah. Um, I guess the the final thought here would be like, yes, I do hope they make a new one after Retro works on Metroid Prime Four, which I hope is coming out soon because you know I love Metroid. Hopefully, because <laughs> then that works on DK. Um, but like World Six, I would say Bravo for having like a highly like emotional like finale to this game despite those little itty bitty flaws that that we can find and scrutinize in just about any world of this Mm -hmm. game um overall just a solid modern platformer that has some classic sensibilities but is not held back by those classic sensibilities there's tons of collectibles there's a hard mode that seems more like a punishment because you unlock the other three characters to play as but only in a mode where you take one hit and no checkpoints um that should have been something that either should have been fixed or (laughs) on even on funky mode i'm telling you one hit no checkpoints even on funky mode that's so ridiculous to me um but hey great game definitely definitely worth more than a six out of (laughs) ten all right Robert, we got a few minutes left on this episode. We got a little bit of news to get through about the state of play, but first we have our seventh edition of Pokemon Drip, Ruby, and Sapphire, where we're taking a look at the twin gym leader, the psychic gym leaders for double battling Tate and Liza. Um, They've got kind of like blue suits on and blue shoes. Um, Tate's got some green stars. Mm. Liza has some pink stars, and they've both got like the same exact look to them, except you know Liza's hair has got like those those ponytails at the end. Um, mm-hmm. They're definitely coordinated. Um, I don't know how I don't know how I feel. I don't know. It's not the most it's like, exciting. It's not. It, 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 I just I don't know. Like I don't want to say it's bad, but is it drip? Like it's that question. Like is it drip? Is it would you consider like you could wear this and people will consider it like high fashion you like we say is it drip 
But I also say, does it feel psychic type? Oh, they're psychic type? Yes. You Man, look I at them and you say, fu this type. feels like a fighting type or dark type. This is a kung fu type. Yes, this is not a psychic type. That goes against entirely their stuff. No. No. This is bad. Bad. That's their whole thing. Psychics. And that's what they wear. No. It gives too much of a kung fu vibe. But the blue, I don't think works theme-wise. Psychic, maybe purple would have worked better. I just, it's fine. I'm gonna say two and a half Badoofs out of five. I give. Yeah, it's not. It's not terrible, terrible, but it's not drip. So I would. I would agree with the two. Yeah, and a half. All right. Um, I believe that next week will be our final installment of Pokemon Drip Ruby and Sapphire. Um, then we'll kind of get into, you know, Diamond and Pearl, which are admittedly less exciting designs even the redesigns are admittedly Mm -hmm. less exciting um but yeah i think next week we're gonna look at wallace who is the final gym leader we have just a little bit of news uh we so i haven't watched the state of play it's uh, it was Mm -hmm. apparently not like amazing or anything you you watched the majority Mm -hmm. of it right i watched it but like legit watched it all the way up to the uh suicide squad uh 15 minute showcase well we'll we'll kind of talk about that a little bit first the suicide squad kill the justice league game um this is as kind of expected a like live service looter shooter Mm. with a battle pass and a store and weapon mods and stat screens and boosting your ability equipment by small numbers it Mm -hmm. it's a shame that this is the game that's coming from rocksteady when they could have used them to really make an interesting single player experience um this feels like gotham knights or avengers and i'm not saying Mm. gotham knights or avengers are bad games because i enjoy them but like just looking at videos and screenshots of the suicide squad game i've played this before and i feel like they could have done something a little more interesting with it so it is disappointing to Mm -hmm. see that this is the result of you know one of the first games we ever talked about on this podcast with DC Fandome in 2020. I was somewhat interested, but it being a live service, it's like... The eh, earlier trailers made it look kind of glorious, but then you get into the the gameplay details and you're like, oh, this again? Mm -hmm. They're giving us this again? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I mean, nothing turns me off of a $70 game more than the fact that there will be a battle pass for Mm -hmm. like cosmetic only but like all the cool costumes are going to be on the battle pass let's face it Mm -hmm. i think i think Uh, i'm just going to stick with avengers at the end of march because they're giving all the costumes like that'll be fine and it'll be probably similar enough to the suicide squad game to where if i wanted to just go in and do a beat-em-up co-op shooter for a couple minutes i can i already have it so that's a little i mean i took it off my day one purchases after seeing you know some of the response to it and i'm just kind of sad because rocksteady is mm. legendary um in 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 gaming uh, for the arkham games those are all flawless um but yeah mm-hmm. there was a lightfall launch trailer we will be talking about lightfall next week so get ready for that um there's a resident evil 4 trailer that i didn't watch i'm going uh, on a media blackout for that because it's a month away um, but I did hear that they're bringing mercenaries mode in, and it should be third-person mercenaries. So I'm like, we're 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 getting there, gang. We're getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, new PS Plus games are coming to the extra and premium tiers. Chia um, is the highlight. That's that one that we saw a long time ago that looked exactly like Breath of the Wild. 
is getting the same treatment mm. as Stray did, where it's coming to the extra and premium tiers alongside Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, Immortals Phoenix Rising, Rainbow Six Extraction, and Ghostwire Tokyo, where our free PS Plus Essential games next month will be Battlefield 2042, Minecraft Dungeons, which I've actually thought about buying many times, and Code Vein. So three like co-op games... Um, that's exciting. We we might be able to try those out. Um, mm-hmm. And games that I don't have for, for once. Because this month was so good, but I had everything except Mafia Definitive Edition already. <laughs> I think probably for both of us, the most exciting thing to come out of uh, uh, the state of play was the new Street Fighter Six trailer. And mm-hmm. I gotta say, uh, Zangief. Zangief is in. A new character, Lily, she's cool, but Cammy, as the final reveal for the main roster, let's go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it, it pretty much, it's a, it's a good roster. Compared compared to 5, this is a much better roster than, than Yeah, five. it has two more characters than 5 launched with its start, but coming off of the closed beta, there is a lot more work done per character in this game from like the announcement the, the announcer voice lines and everything mm-hmm. it just seems like everything is like so lovingly done in this game um cammy's redesign is incredible top level redesign mm-hmm. everyone's good yeah design. the redesigns in this game there's just something so like it's this game just oozes cool every time you see it mm-hmm. it's like street fighter 6 feels like the game that you're looking at or that like a passerby would look at and they're like you know what i want to play that game because it looks so like Mm -hmm. incredible so i'm hoping we get an open beta here pretty soon or maybe like a like a training mode or something where you can try out all 18 characters because i really want to start you know getting some time in street fighter 6 uh definitely maining Mm -hmm. cami just like i did in five um it's always nice that your favorite is in the game because that doesn't always happen for everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so yeah, Street Fighter Six going to be amazing. We are about three months away. It comes out the beginning of June, um, so that'll be cool. Anyway, Robert, would you say we've done an episode? We've finished the main coverage of Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much to wrap it up. It's crazy that we're, we're done. Yeah, it's been an undertaking. So I guess next week we will have a, a regular one for you. I I know Lightfall I will want to talk about and Kirby um, for sure. And we'll see how much more progress I have on Like a Dragon Ishin because I did unlock a, like a new gameplay feature that I hadn't last week that's like very interesting and kind of addictive. Um, but mm-hmm. for right now, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Please listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Follow us on Twitter at Markers on the Map. And we always like to end with a famous video game quote from, you know, the hit television series. You know the one. And that quote this week is, you know, Ellie. We really are the Moon Remix RPG Adventure, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Later. Later.